Welcome back to the PO3 Podcast. My name is Marcus Marks. Today, I have a pretty special guest. Um, he's a buddy of mine. I've known him for what? How long you want to say? It's been a long time. Five or six years for sure. I want to say more than that. Ten years. I've, I've, known, him, I've known him a while. Um, so I wanted to change it up today and talk about a passion of mine that I have. A huge passion. Something that changed my life for the better. And uh, it's no secret probably, but I want to talk about fitness. And um, this guy, like when it comes to nutrition and training, he's got this shit down to a science. And every time I see him, we always end up chopping, up, chopping it up about fitness or whatnot and just going off a rant about random other shit. But um, he's a dietitian slash nutritionist, correct? Yep. Um, nutritionist. And a personal trainer. So uh, Jeff Evans. Thanks for having me, bro. How you doing, bro? Doing good, dude. (laughs) Doing good, man. It's, uh, you know, whenever you first mentioned this to me a while back, man, it's it's been too long, but I'm I'm glad we're here. To be honest, bro, when I, like, when I seen, because it was, uh, we were at the gym, and it was you, me, Aaron, we were working out, and it it didn't really cross my mind to, like, oh, well, maybe I could have him on, you know what I'm saying? Because this shit kind of, like, died. You know what I mean? Like, we just stopped doing it. Yeah, it just came to a plateau for whatever reason, and I like lost the passion for it. And I'm like, I drive, I thrive like off inspiration. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have yeah, to completely. be going through something in my life that provokes like passion. You know what I mean? And then fitness just happened to, I don't know where it came from, dude. I just for, for whatever reason I was like, I need to turn my life around, just get back in shape. You know what I mean? See, and it turned end up turning into this whole different thing. So we were working out. And I, I was like, well, fuck, I got a podcast. You know what I mean? I was like, why don't you come on and like talk fitness and shit? And when I said that, I didn't like, I meant it. But I was like, well, maybe it'll happen like in the future. You know what I mean? But I've been, I've been thinking about it more often. Yeah. Like, just progressing in the gym and shit. And the more curious I get about it, I'm like, I really want to bring this guy in here so we can like talk real fitness. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, but um, a little insight to the whole subject. Because, you know, I kind of want to go off of what you just said too is… Whenever you start first started talking about fitness and working out, you know, we were with Aaron. We just weren't in the gym and we were at his uh, his house. And man, I get to see like the change of the demographic of where you were to where you are wanting to be. And I knew like that's the reason why I was like, dude, let's work out. Let's hit a yeah. workout and go from there. You know what I mean? So and then whenever you had mentioned that podcast, being on a pod, you know, coming and talking with you is I was like, bro, that's it, man. Let's do it. Have you ever done one before or no? Podcast, no. No. Um, you know, I've always talked about… I've always had people ask me to be on one, but they've always lived so far. Mm. So it's been kind of inconvenient. But uh, yeah, it's my first podcast. So. Yeah, remotely remotely is tough because there's definitely people I've wanted to do it with. But like on their end, it's always a difficult part because like you're just going to like do it through Zoom most of the time. Mm-hmm. And then for whatever reason, it's just a lot harder doing it remotely. I liked, I like it like in person. This is definitely a different vibe. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, completely. Than when you're on the phone. But… It's funny. Um, we were just talking about the hundreds before you got in here, but like, so all together, I want to say, like in the actual gym pushing some weights, I want to say like eight months now that I've been there. But like all together, fitness wise, like I'm talking like calisthenics, began my diet March 22nd of last year. So I already surpassed that year, like what a couple weeks ago or something like that. Yeah. So it was a big moment. So by by the time we had that workout. The minute I walked in the fucking gym, dude, and we started doing like actual weight training and stuff and doing the the, the dumbbell presses, flat bench, mm-hmm. I was eyeballing those hundreds, bro. And I was like, because I, I was starting on the 50s. Like I was working, maxing out to the 50s. I think you even spotted me on the 50s at one point. I was no, like, man, I remember you're that. like, bro, you can get them up. You can get the 50s up. And I got them up. I was like, oh shit. Like I'm actually pushing some weight now. And at the time, I weighed probably like 150 or something like that. And yeah, then I just, just kept, I kept cutting. And then I saw you again at the gym. We went to the gym. And this was months later. And I had progressed already. And I like, I had come quite a ways. And I was like, shit, maybe today's the day. Like, depending. Like, I only plan on hitting the 95s that day. Right. I was like, I I feel strong today. I ate pretty good Um, this whole week. Like, I upped my calories and stuff. I was like, shit, I want to get the 95s today. You're like, nah, fuck that, dude. We're going to hit the 100s. I think you got it in you the way you pushed up the 90s. But that was a big moment for me, though. That was like a milestone. That's like, I don't know, for whatever reason, just the 100-pound dumbbells in my head was such like a… Like an insurmountable task a year ago. You know what I mean? Completely, bro. You know what adds another digit? So you're looking at the 90s and 95s and you're looking at the dumbbell rack and you're like, 
man, that thing says one zero zero. That's intimidating. But you know, for I don't want to sound cocky, but as males, we look at that and we're like, man, we want to hit that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's something that we've. I feel like everyone wants to accomplish in there. But the fact that you went from doing what you were starting at the fifty fives and going all the way up, and then you actually were like, dude, let's just throw up the hundreds, bro. That was huge for you, man. But a, that. but a big part of it though is um, the fact that you guys were there with me because if I was alone, one, I wouldn't have had anybody to spot me. But like two, right. I don't think I would have had the confidence to do it. You know what I mean? And like when you do shit like that with other people that are a lot stronger than you it just for for whatever reason it instills confidence in you that you can do it especially when they say that you can do it because you had probably more belief in myself than i did you know what i mean but when i did it i was like fuck dude like that felt so good it's just that progress right it's like you look back on where you started and that's the beauty of like bodybuilding and nutrition because it's like there's no shortcuts dude like if you're if you're slacking off you're not eating correctly and you're not putting in the work in the gym and like focusing and making sure everything is right you're not going to get them up. Completely. Like, whatever weight it is. Like, it, it doesn't matter. Like, that weight is not going to move. Like, you have to be really on top of this shit. And that's the cool part I like about it. The discipline. You right. know what I mean? Because you surprise yourself. Like, I never thought that I would be this far along. Like, yeah, it was a goal in the back of my head, right? To make it to a year. Right. But I didn't think that it would, like, change me this much. You know, another reason why I wanted to push you that day, too, is because I know you're doing everything right. And, you know, and the fact that if someone, let's say someone has a bad outlook on nutrition and they basically go, I want to hit the hundreds, you know, and then whenever they go to hit the hundreds, they're not recovering properly. So I don't feel like they're really continuously hitting the hundreds afterwards. For you, on the other hand, I knew you were doing everything right. So I was like, bro, let's just, let's just hit this. You know what I mean? Because I know you're going to recover properly and I know you're going to keep going and growing from there. And that's the most important thing, you know, and that's kind of what I saw, you know, not only your, your homie, but yeah, definitely as like, bro, let's hit this, man. Let's keep growing from here, you know, so. But, but like coming from your perspective, though, like, because you've been doing this shit, like how long now? 12 years, man. 12 plus years. Long but time. Personally for you, like what, like, because some people just have a passion for it and it's really not work to them. It's something they love, myself included, but it still is hard for me. You know what I mean? There's still days where. I don't want to eat. You know what I mean? You have to force yourself to eat. Or you don't want to go to the gym. You know what I mean? Sometimes you're just in a funk. Like I, I heard, um, I think it was Jay Cutler or something like he was explaining. He's like, not every uh, workout is going to be a rock star workout. Right. Because some people in the beginning have a tendency to take those days when they happen, when you're not having a rock star workout and you feel weak as discouragement. You know what I mean? Yeah. They get discouraged. But for me, I'm just like more into the mentality now because I used to be like that too. Like, fuck, man, I'm not making any progress. I feel like I'm plateaued and shit. Might as well take a week off. But it's like you get stuck in that mentality and that's when everything really starts digressing. But now I'm just like, well, I don't know. What, let me look at what I can do different. Now let me tweak this and tweak that. Or let me try and adding this into my diet. Or maybe not hit shoulders the day before I do chest. Or just whatever. Let me, let me see what the problem was or the fat, you know, that's going to add to me progressing and having a better workout the next time around, you know what I mean? But for right. you, is there anything that you ever, like, has it always been, like, easy or hard for you? What would you say for yourself? No, man. There's definitely, it's not easy. Because some people might look at you, bro, and you're a big dude, right? How much mm-hmm. do you weigh? 206, I believe. Yeah. Okay, so so people look at you. You're a big dude. And a lot of people says they're just like, it must be easy for him because he's so big. You know what I mean? It's like a huge misconception that people have. It's like people that are already fit, they think it's just… It just somehow happens overnight or something. But they don't see all the work that actually goes into it. Because this is like, it's not… That's why they say you're not on a diet. It's like a lifestyle change. Yeah, completely. They say that for a reason. You know what I mean? Um, Is there anything… Did you ever have any… Like face any endeavors like going through this shit? Was there like ever a time where you're like, I just don't want to do this shit? Or is this not even a question? Yeah, I do completely. I mean, that first six months of my career of working out was the most probably the most beautiful thing ever went through. And the reason why is because you see the most change. Yeah. And then, dude, you get to a point where your muscle just does not want to grow. And if you do not start feeding it properly, the certain micronutrients, you know, and you don't start recovering properly, you're going to have setbacks. You're going to have injuries. You're not going to sleep good at night. You're just going to, you're going to start to come backwards. And if you don't reassuscitate that and move forward, you're going to reassuscitate and you're going to keep going backwards. You know what I mean? So you're never, ever going to keep going forward. But, it, fitness can be two steps, one step back. You know it, what I mean? It does seem like that way sometimes. Yeah. And that's kind of what happens, unfortunately, because it's such a long process. 
Dude, it's just… It's because like what? The average person in general, right? Like if you're doing everything right, it naturally is what? One to two pounds of muscle a year? Yes. So, so the way I look at it is I've been floating around 145, 146 for a good three or four months right now. Mm-hmm. But it's like once you actually cut your fat… The time it takes, if you're if you if you're not like doing a dirty bulk or something like that, you're gonna be plateaued on the scale for like a while. And a lot of people see that as like I'm not making progress. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because it does take so fucking long to build muscle. It's like yeah, you'll see results and shit, but like you're not gonna see anything dramatic or drastic until you have like really like two three years into this shit. Yeah, dude. And the you know a big kind of what you're saying right now is it's absolutely true because. What happens is a lot of people take a year to build muscle. And then what happens is they're like, I want to cut. Well, no, you mm. can't just build all that muscle and say, okay, now I'm going to tear it down. You got to build that muscle, mature it for a couple, you know, maybe another six months to a year and then decide to cut back. And that's kind of what happens with this whole fitness world is they start building muscle and then they want to cut and they're just getting mm. big, small, big, small. And it's never like big, Dude. small, big. You that's know what huge. I mean? And, and, Coming from my end, I'm dealing with the same shit right now. Because I'm still fairly new to it. This is brand new to me still. Even having a year of experience doing this shit. Dieting, counting macros, and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I'm still new to it because I'm learning my body still. Right. You know what I mean? And, and then the part that people forget is the mental aspect of it. And body dysmorphia, I don't I think I have it. But I know some people struggle with it. I do. And, um, well, maybe I have a mild form of it. I, I don't know. Because sure. you, you tell me. Because… When you're adding, especially when you're in a caloric surplus, you're adding to your diet, something in the back of your head is like, shit, I feel like I'm getting fat. I feel like I'm putting on too much weight now. So let me just maybe dial it down a little bit and let me cut the let me cut the fat so I can cut up a little bit. But you you forget like you gotta build the muscle first before you cut. Completely. I think I heard something the other day. I was watching YouTube, um, and some vlogger he was talking about just focusing on for at least the first two years of putting on that muscle. Just bulking up and then do a cut. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Some people, they'll more. bulk up for like six months and then right. they'll go to a cut. But yeah, like you said, you're going to end up doing this. And that's the hard part I'm having accepting. I'm trying to… I'm having a hard time accepting that right now. And trying not to be so anal about like sauces and shit. And like adding a little bit more. Or if I have mm-hmm. a day where it doesn't go… Like I felt like I eat super clean. I feel like I'm fucking up. You know what I mean? I feel, but But really… If I'm eating clean, but I'm adding more calories, it's okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's actually going to benefit me more in the gym. Correct. You know what I mean? Because my body's going to have more fuel in the tank, which is another huge fucking thing. Like, Yeah, it can go multiple ways. But the direction that you're going, man, is I've seen a lot of prog- progress from you, especially with all the food that you haven't been incorporating and stuff like that. And that's, you know, that's the right way to do it. So, I well, definitely for you, bro, because you, you, you've been bulking up, like, quite a bit, too. When I seen that picture of you on Instagram, I want to say… Like probably last month or some shit. I was like, fuck, bro, you yellow. <laughs> you got a lot bigger and shit. You know what I mean? I don't remember yeah. you being that big. It was uh I definitely made a lot of changes in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, not just nutritionally, but maybe the job that I was doing, you know, uh, I was working with going on fire camps and stuff with my little cousin, and we were going out there for months at a time, and there wasn't really a gym. So you lose a lot of that size, you lose a lot of the just the aspect of mm-hmm. nu- you know, nutrition of fitness because there's not really a lot of nutrition out there and there's not really any gyms because you're in the middle of the woods so when i came back a lot of it had to do with muscle memory bringing myself back to you know homeostasis with my body and then kind of just incorporating from there reverse dieting i did reverse dieting for maybe three months Mm -hmm. and then you know got to myself at a maintenance put myself back to homeostasis and then started working myself back up again but then i've been cutting for about three months now and it sucks, but you know what? I'm I need abs. Yeah, know? because you're used to that. Because it's easy to I, I want I don't want to say easy, but it's definitely a lot easier to bulk than cut. I think just because the the mental again the mental part of oh shit I'm I'm fucking hungry I'm not used to and then on top of it like if you're in the gym and you're in a caloric deficit mm-hmm. it's so hard to find the energy to work out. It is, man, and in that deficit, bro, you lose a lot of energy. Strength and, too, right? Oh, completely, and you know. That's a good point about energy is you're constantly fighting yourself, man. And when you're in a deficit for more than… Once you stay in it for a long period of time, like it's not really good for us to be so nutrient deficient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're we, not designed for that. No, not at all, man. So it's it's hard. You know, you definitely come to that ma- mental capacity of do I give up 
Do I start over? Do I go back to maintenance? Do I start bulking from here? But you just have to look at the end goal. You know what I mean? And for me personally, I like that mental push. I mm-hmm. like to, I like to fail. And the reason why I like to fail is because then I could talk about that failure to myself, to anybody else, and help them grow from that failure. And that's kind of how I look at it. Like failure in general? Like yeah. just, just in life? Yeah, man. Life general as well. But for fitness, man, if I go into the gym and whenever I'm talking to maybe my clients or something like that and someone goes, how do you get past that tiredness? And the true answer is you don't. Mm-mm. You know, you have to… You have to realize that you're tired and you have to then incorporate, am I tired because I'm actually tired or am I tired because I'm actually my muscles need to rest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to listen to your body too. Completely, bro. And that's what that is, is listening to your body, trying to understand the direction that you need to take it. Do I go just go lay in bed tonight or do Mm. I just go to the gym and take it light? Me personally, it's go to the gym and take it light. Tonight, since I got allergies, I'm probably going to go to bed. So yeah, that's yeah, kind of how yeah. I'm listening to my body. You know what I mean? So. I, I do the same thing, dude. Like if I'm at the gym and I'm just… If I feel fatigued and I've been eating okay, then I can… All right, cancel that one out. I've been eating fine. I got to be fatigued for a reason. Mm-hmm. I need to take a break. I need to just go a little bit lighter. Sleep a little bit more. Make sure I'm getting my recovery in like nutritionally. And then hit it again tomorrow. You know what I mean? Or take another day off. Maybe yeah. my body might need that. And then come back and then see what's up. You know what I mean? Because that's the hardest part too is like… Learning yourself. You know what I mean? Right. It, it takes forever to dial in what works for you. That's why too, like when, when I'm at the gym and people are telling me, like I'm open-minded to what they're saying, but it's like a lot of times f- people forget what works for you is not going to work for me because we're completely different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My genetics are different than your genetics. Right. So, One size does not fit all. That's for sure. Yeah, because some people could just do a fasted workout and fucking explode on every workout. I'm not just us. like, I can't do yeah, that. Yeah, me neither, bro. I have to eat. Like I have, like yeah. the other day, dude, like I felt… The difference between… Because I ran out of eggs. Like that's mm-hmm. a huge one. It's like, oh fuck. I ran out of eggs. You know what I mean? Like I forgot to go the day before. And normally I have… What I'm having right now is four eggs in the morning. I have a cup of oatmeal. I have a whole wheat tortilla. Um, what else do I have with that? Uh, sometimes… Every now and then if I, if I feel like I'm going to go heavy… I'll do like a protein shake or something like that. But that's normally what I eat in the morning. Because um, I don't want to be too full either. But on this day in particular, I ran out of eggs. So I only had one. I was like, fuck, man. In my head, I was like, shit. But I like, I felt the difference of those three um, extra eggs missing from my diet. Like, I felt the yeah. difference in strength. You know what I mean? And then those are the days where it's just like, well, shit. Like, what the fuck am I going to do? You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> like, you just have to push through it. Like you were saying, like, it's the hardest part for me is like just getting started. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I'll, I'll be in there sometimes. I'll be in the sauna just like warming up. Like, fuck. Yep. I need want to stretch out right now, dude. And it's not that I hate it. It's just… That human nature part of just like, well, I, f- I feel lazy. You know what I mean? I'm human. Sometimes yeah, I feel lazy. Today, you know what I mean? You were taken out of your routine and then you finally get to the gym and you've been still taken out of your routine. So it's, I get it completely, bro. Because I can't be taken out of my routine. I get taken out of mine, dude. I don't even want to go to the gym. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's just one of those things that, like I said, you, kind of the conversation we had before is you just have to find what motivates you and keep that motivation because motivation unfortunately doesn't last long that's no, that, yeah that's the wrong thing to like if you if you plan a motivation keeping yeah. you going then fuck you're gonna fail bro. you're gonna yeah, run out of motivation yeah if you can live off of motivation man sh- i look up to you because i can't you do you think I mean? motivation is different than ambition a little bit i think so too yeah because i got a tattoo of it it's a corny whatever fuck you guys <laughs> like, <laughs> I got, but like that's a big thing that like drives me because it's like yeah motivation is different but one thing that always separated me from i feel like my peers or anybody you know what i mean and the difference between having talent or not was just I just had the ambition to do better. Like I don't give a fuck what I was given. Like the space here, for example. And yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like I just worked with everything that I had to its full potential. You know what I mean? But that's the shit that's going to get you to the point where you want to be. You know what I mean? If you don't quit. Because that's, that's another distinguishing quality be- between like a champion and, and somebody who, who… It could be that close for you, man. Like you could be… You could have… Everything that you need to succeed. You could have the talent. You could have the genetics. Whatever. You name it. But if you don't have the, like, the will and the ambition to actually push yourself to the point past of that, that fatigue and that, that mental block that most people hit. It's just like, well, I don't know what to tell you, bro. You're not, yeah, not going to go much further than that. I would definitely classify ambition above motivation. Yeah, yeah. Every single time. Yeah. So, I mean, because motivation, like I said, does not last long. You just said it too. It's, bro, you got to build a habit. And that's the only way motivation's ever gonna last is if you allow that habit to keep going. It, it does turn into a habit though, dude. Cause like this last year, I was such a like a piss poor mentality, dude. Like everything was like 
everything that went wrong, I was like, man, fuck you and fuck this and fuck like. Right. But now it's like I've trained myself like intentionally. Like I'll be meditating in the sauna, like trying to be positive and shit. And over time, the more positive I got, it's like now when situations come up where it doesn't like necessarily work in my favor, or um, I like uh, again having a bad workout or some shit just doesn't go right. Like automatically now, my my mind goes towards glass half full rather than half empty. Yeah, and it's just like to to see that switch. And the change happen over time just from re- repetition is crazy. Like I said, you surprise yourself. Like, yeah, you do, man. That's like, where did this come from? Like, yeah. it just came. I like repetition, dude. You just keep doing it over and over. It becomes a pattern. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, cause it's easy to get stuck in a negative mentality or backslide or get off your diet. It's so easy to do that shit. It you is, bro. I mean? You literally could look at something, bro, and just give up. You know what I mean? It's that easy. But, for someone to look at something and say, okay, the next seven days I'm going to stick to this, that's yeah. hard. You know what I mean? And that's kind of the things I have to go through with clients is yeah. trying to keep them in that seven-day spectrum. What, what's going to happen on that seventh day if I keep going? Yeah. Instead of saying, well, I'll just start tomorrow. And it's it's not always that answer. It's not always that easy. Have you ever seen that show Fit to Fat to Fit? Oh, I don't think can't say I have. Where's is it like it, on a, so? It, it, I forget what channel it's on, but they do have some episodes on YouTube. It's basically personal trainers with clients. Uh-huh. And uh, there was this one dude who he decided to gain as much weight as he can from being like super fit, and he decided to gain like what sixty pounds or some shit. And he was like, "All right, I'll see you in three months. I'm gonna gain sixty pounds, and I'm gonna lose the weight with you." So what they're doing is they're basically ruining their physique and everything, their their whole lifestyle, gaining all no this way. weight. And while at the same time, their client is starting to lose weight and shit. You know what I mean? Starting to eat right and slowly working out. But by the time they actually get to the point where he gained all this weight, they lose the weight together and go. He goes from fit to fat to fit again. Wow. But like the whole thing is perspective because a lot of uh, he felt like he was failing because he wasn't understanding his clients, and the only way for him to understand. His clients is to actually put himself in their shoes. So he became… Because a, a lot of the times the trainers would mention that they've never been fat. They've never been overweight. And yet they've always been athletic. So yeah. it was something foreign to them. They, didn't, they never understood, oh, I'm tired. They never understood, oh, I've got depression or whatever for this. Like they never understood it. So they had to actually put themselves in that mentality and actually put them in their shoes to like experience it. Right. And it like changed their lives for the better. Like, they're like, bro, like I'm a different trainer now. Like just experiencing what it's like to actually have to work for it. Yeah, the and struggles. Put that dedication. Yeah, but it's right. a good, it's a good show. You should check it out. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna check it out because that's. I mean, that's pretty powerful. Like I said, it's. I can't imagine trying to gain all that weight, bro, and being in an unhealthy matter, and then struggling, and then having to put yourself through that weight loss. Because I've actually never personally been overweight. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily know the struggles that the majority of my clients have gone through. So I can kind of see where that, you know, that coach is coming from completely. So Yeah, that's what I was going to ask too. Because like, I know for me, like, helping people in general, like if I, if, I, if I know that I contributed to them becoming better in any way, you know what I mean? It feels good. Like it's rewarding. Yeah. And I can understand why people would want to be trainers or teachers or anything that revolves like bettering the world or an individual. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I totally get that. And that's why like for myself, I want to be… I want to go back to school for like something like a nutritionist. There's something that involves the gym. You know I mean? Because I want to help people push themselves. You know what I mean? Like I have this one dude that I was working out with and I used to work with him. But when I would like train him and shit, like whenever he went to go push the weight up and it got heavy for him and mm-hmm. he was going to fail, he started laughing. And in my, like he would like giggle and shit. In my head, I'm just like, Oh no, <laughs> like that's like the wrong thing. Like you need to get hungry. Like yeah. you need to get mad at this motherfucker. And like, right. like where's the like I want the passion and shit to like, but like not everybody's like that. But that that for me is something that I I, I kind of like gravitate towards because like how can I how can I help him fix that? Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I want to see what I can do to like give him the knowledge or like maybe a little bit of my motivation or inspiration, whatever will rub off on him, you know what I mean? Or whoever your client is. Like I like I'd like that aspect of of training, um, is that what keeps you going, or is it just something that you love? A little bit I mean, of both, man. I mean, obviously you fucking love it. You're because cause you don't do anything like this. Like most people, at least, they don't do shit for an extensive period of time unless they really do have some type of love for it. But like, what's like the most gratifying thing that you get from like fitness in general and helping clients? Their their words, man. Seeing seeing them change when the first time they come into me. 
to however long they sign up with me. Let's just say three months. So let's do 12 weeks. At the end of that 12 weeks, man, the way they feel, the way they look, yeah. the way they see themselves, their mentality, their mindset, how much happier they are, how much more in love they are with themselves. That right there is what I love. And that's what I strive for every single time in, in my clients. Bro, that's irreplaceable, bro. You can't, you can't find that outside. You can't just go dig it up. You know what I mean? Like that's something that only coaches and that truly see. And that's why I chose to be a coach. Online mm-hmm. coaches. It's irreplaceable, bro. You can't, you can't find that anywhere. Yeah, because like, I mean, arguably the the biggest issue and like just there's many issues that go on in the world. But like one of the biggest ones that contributes to like a lot of conflict in the world is self-esteem. Like a lot of people start shit with other people because they just don't have any self-confidence. Right. Or they're quick to talk shit about somebody else because of their own flaws. You know what I mean? And when they and then when you fix that though, and you start actually fixing that and you realize you do have some like fucking self-worth, like it does, it changes everything. You know what I'm saying? Like you stop hating so much. Right. You know what I mean? For those cause I I mean, I'll be honest, like I used to be like that. I used to fucking hate everything, dude. But like the more I started seeing myself evolve and I, I realized that. I had some fight in me, you know what I mean? I I can keep going. Like I I understand how I operate and react to when things get hard. Like it started mm-hmm. changing. It makes you feel better about yourself. Like your self esteem raises, and the, the the physical is only the bonus for me, at least. Right. Like, yeah, I want to look good and shit, but like for me, it was mostly mental. Like that's why I started this shit. Like it, I, I didn't mean to like stick to it as long as I did, you know what I mean? But it just became a lifestyle. But you know, and that's another thing too is. I never really asked you is how does it make you feel after that workout? How did you feel after the hundred pound dumbbells? You know, because for me personally, after I hit a milestone, bro, you just have to feel You just have to be there. You know what I mean? So for, I never really got to ask you, know, how you feel, because that's something that motivates me too, is how you feel. I just felt more ambition to like do even more, you know what I mean? But it, it did, it felt really, really good because like I said, I've been, working up to that point for a long time and and it felt like progress that's what it felt like yeah completely. and progress is good it, it feels like all the shit all the times that you're you're going there all this time you're spending eating and focusing on it is paying off you know what i mean it's like it, it, it was just one of those moments where you realize you you shock yourself a little bit you're it's just like and and yeah on the grand scheme of things there's other big things going on like people are <laughs> they become president or whatever you know what i'm saying or they're on SEAL Team 6 and they kill Bin Laden. Like, yeah, there's a lot bigger things. But in my world, in my universe, this is what battles I have going on. And, and for me, that is a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Accomplishing something like that is a lot. Because I was never the biggest dude. You know what I mean? I'm 5'7", dude. I'm, I'm sure. I, I've been a buck 30 wet my whole life. You know what I'm saying? And then I got to 170. I let, you know what I'm saying? Depression and shit get to me. I started eating a lot. And then I was like, fuck. I need to turn around. So, like, seeing myself change. Like, I… Going from only being able to like hit 45s and shit to the 100s, for me, it was a big deal. So I felt ecstatic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I was, just, I just wanted to like, I don't know. I, w- I got addicted to it. Like progress. Like you get addicted to the numbers. Dude. You just get addicted to like feeling strong. Because right. you feel like a little bit superhuman. Yeah, because like what you said too, man, when depression kicks in. Because I've, you know, I've had depression before. Yeah. That, that shit sucks. And the only way that I was ever able to combat any of the depression that I've ever gone through throughout my entire fitness career… If I ever had depression during that time, which I've had it multiple times, yeah. it was going to the gym. You know, I need to go to the gym. I just need to hit something. I yeah. need to not necessarily hit something like a a bag or whatever, but I need to hit some weight. You yeah, know yeah. I mean? And that's how I've always kind of battled with myself uh, or got over it, you know, yeah. and I've always used the gym as my outlet. And I think that's huge. So, and that's the one thing I see with clients too is, you know, they come to me because they are depressed. And the moment we get them on a routine, something that makes them feel better, Watching that depression leave, man, is that's powerful. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it's super powerful. Because it doesn't necessarily fix it, but it gives you, it calibrates your compass. It's mm-hmm. like because you see that you are getting some positive results from this mentally. And you, we're all going to have our bad days, like me, dude. Like the shit doesn't go away, like on its own, at least for me in my case. But it is something that definitely helps. Like it's either this or be on fucking medication. It's like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. Yeah, fuck that. Like I'd rather, I'd rather work this shit out. On my own terms. Like, I don't want to have to be reliant on some pharmaceutical for me to feel better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, when I, I can hear be, you. When I could be doing this. Because I've experienced that shit. It's not the way. I mean, it doesn't work for everybody. And some people need it. But in my case, like, I'd rather do it this way. For me, it's more spiritual. You know what I mean? It, it means yeah. more to me this way. Yeah, it's powerful, you know I mean? bro. Super powerful. Um, Another thing I want to talk about, though, too. Because, like, 
all right, coming into it, being into this whole shit for a year, um, you question, you wonder, you know what I mean? Like, because you get addicted to pushing weight. You know what I mean? I want to be stronger and I want to be bigger. I want to progress more. Yeah. And I mean, it crosses your mind. And, and lately I've been questioning. And of course, I'm the type of person who I wouldn't dive into anything without doing my proper homework first. Mm-hmm. But what do you think about like natural bodybuilding versus supplement bodybuilding? And when I say supplements, I mean like steroids. And yeah. Stuff. What do you think about that? Like, what's your take on that? To each their own. You know what I mean? It definitely uh, gets into a perspective of definitely unhealthy and healthy. But at the end of the day, man, it's your own body and it's what you choose mm. to do. You know what yeah. I mean? And so I support both sides. And the reason why I support both sides is because both sides, excuse me, is because both sides, as long as you're taking care of what you need to take care of, mm-hmm. it means sky's the limit. Yeah. You know, and everyone can say that dude in the gym is the biggest one in the gym, but he's taking steroids. Well, check it out. Taking steroids or not, you still have to put in that hard work. You still have to put in your nutrition. You still have to wake up every day. You still have to decide if you're going to the gym. You still have to do everything a natural bodybuilder does. The only thing that's different is one's putting a needle in their ass cheek and the yeah. other's not. You know what I mean? So Yeah, because you can do a cycle but not lift weights and that ain't going to do anything. Yeah, it's Like really you're only going to get stronger if you just stick yeah, to the routine. You should right? be aggravated. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's 100% true, bro. So I, I, I look at that spectrum and I go, man, if it's something that you wholeheartedly want to do and you believe in it and you can know that you do it safely, mm-hmm. do it, man. But you know, if you don't feel 100%, kind of like what you're saying is, I want to make sure that I do my research. I want to make sure that I understand it. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and if you don't understand it, don't do it because that stuff can really mess you up. You know what I mean? Yeah, it can really, you think it's going to progress you, but if you're doing it wrong, it's going to take you farther behind than you've ever been. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's not just physically, that's mentally too. You know what I mean? And I've seen a lot of friends try to unfortunately commit suicide because they let themselves get out of control with it or they yeah. try to step out into cars, moving vehicles, you know, and it's, it's just, yeah, man, you just have to be ready for what the consequences, you know, are about to lay down for you. Yeah, because I was watching some uh, YouTube documentaries on on uh, steroids mm-hmm. and it, it's like, if you're, when you're not, if you're not doing your research, it sounds fun, right? It sounds like, oh shit, yeah, you just take the stuff yeah. and you become a fucking superhero. You know what I mean? Right. But then that's just ignorance. You know what I mean? Like if you don't do your homework. I was watching this documentary. It's just crazy like how how negatively it can impact somebody. Completely. Like it's it's a potential. It's not it's not like that for everybody. But like the negative that it, it can potentially cause is fucking crazy. Because yeah, some people like when they if they don't do it correctly and they try coming off of it for whatever reason, cold turkey, like… It causes like depression. Some people do get suicidal and stuff yeah. like that. It's crazy. It is crazy, bro. And it's you're absolutely right, man. That suicidal aspect to it is it's not something that you, people should be taking lightly. So, um, but for the most part, yeah, it's I look at both sides and I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Choose because what you do because you really gotta like look at yourself too and be honest with yourself. Like, what type of person are you? Because for me, I want I want to I, I would like to say I don't belong on that shit just because like. I already have like a hard time controlling my anger and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. So if like if I, if I'm prone to flying off the handle, and I'm not, there's nothing contributing to that other than genetics and just brain chemistry. Then adding to that probably isn't a smart idea for somebody like me. You know what and I mean? See, you look at it as the that's the best way to look at yeah. it. Yeah. You know, you realize for what it is, and you're like, screw that, bro. I ain't even trying to mess with that because. You know, you have a good life right now. You know what I mean? And maybe that anger ruins with a relationship. Maybe mm. it ruins your job, your career. I mean, who knows? You know what I mean? So and that the way you look at it is the way that our listeners or anybody from here on out needs to be looking at it is yeah. you need to do have a you need to have a checklist before you just decide to go stick a needle in your ass. Let me tell you that. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's just crazy to me that people don't look at it like that. Like they're just so quick to do it. Like before they do any yeah. self analyzation. I'm gonna get laid quick. And it's like, no, bro. Like, your life's already kind of, like, like off the rails a little bit. But yeah. then you want to do shit like this. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. For me, like, I just know myself. You know what I mean? Like, I, I understand what sets me off. I understand how sensitive I am to chemicals mm-hmm. and shit. Like, I understand that. That's why I'm very… Like, I'm fearful of it, dude. Like, I've always been fearful of, like, putting foreign chemicals into my body. Because I, I figured out very young that my, I'm very sensitive to that shit. So, when it comes to something like this… I'm conflicted, you know, because yeah, I want to progress and I want to see what my full potential may be. Um, but also on the other token, on the other side of the token, like I'm terrified to of those side effects, you know what I mean? Because you don't really know until you try something. Yeah. Completely. Like I might be I fine. 
Like, I might be fine. I don't know. But then again, I might not be. It's always at 50-50, bro. Yeah. You're literally flipping a coin. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it's either going to be heads or tails. And whatever it is, it's sometimes it's not always the direction you want it to go. That's for sure. There's yeah, always there's, a negative output. Yeah, and then sometimes, too, you might get the wrong shit. Because there's different brands. Like, you don't understand what's going to work for yeah. you. Yeah. There's you know so I mean? much out there, man. I mean, look at just any other drug out in the world. You know what I mean? And yeah. That shit's made in someone's house. You got made somewhere else. And now you're like, well, I'm just going to buy steroids from the local gym guy. And it's like, mm-hmm. did you really do your research? And yeah, it's yeah. usually no. But Yeah, I was always like paranoid about anything like that. I that I was too. putting into my body. I always wanted to like uh, do my research 100% and shit. Yeah. Um, before before I ingested anything, I wanted to make sure I know every side effect. I want to know this and that. Do my research and some. Just be thorough about it. You know what I mean? That way I understand yeah. what's going on if anything does happen to go awry. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like if I'm feeling weird, I know why. Exactly. You know, I have confidence in that. Yeah, um, if you snapped quicker, man, it's, now we know why. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? So, yeah, I completely agree where you're coming from. I mean, if you do it, do it and have someone regulate you. you. Yeah, like monitor. A, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go do blood work. Go get your papers read a little bit to you. You know, get your doctor to look at you, your dietitian, your nurse, your RN, whatever. Get them to do blood work on you and just have them understand where you're at. Let them know. Say, hey, this is cholesterol's off. Your your yeah. you know, your testosterone's way too high or whatever the case may be. But so on the video, uh, the documentary I was watching. He said that the normal. I think that normal male like average is like around five hundred, like the count, the testosterone count. And he did a he did like a, some blood work that day for the documentary. And his shit was at like five thousand, dude. Yeah. So like, just put that in perspective. Like a normal a normal male, their testosterone count should be like 500, five hundred, five to five thousand. But this dude, he's like, yeah, I'll be honest. Like I shut up right before I came on camera because I wanted to feel like a little bit bigger or better. You know what I mean? I wanted That's to look bigger. To think about, yeah. Yeah. He, but he, I think he mentioned he was like on it for like eight years or some shit. But for him, it just worked. But he did. But he was like super honest about it. Like he was like, yeah, in the beginning, I couldn't control my anger. Like, I lost relationships over this shit. Like, I felt suicidal at sometimes, but I just, I got addicted to to that moving that weight. You feel superhuman because it, it does, it changes you like yeah. 100%. Like, it's a different look altogether, too. Yeah. And I see the thing is, is I wouldn't consider myself fully natural, yeah. you know, because I have taken that stuff before. And, you know, it changes your entire anatomy to the point where, even if you stop taking it, it changed your bone density. It changed the way your aesthetics looks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it changes your jaw structure. It, really? You're no, yeah, you're no longer natural anymore. So I'll, I'll get a nice little jawline? Yeah, it gets stronger. But I get a nicer I mean? beard too? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I've always struggled. You know, this shit took me 32 years, man. 32 years. <laughs> yeah, I just got it lined up today. Shit, man, mine took a long time. Mine still don't grow in right here, bro. I don't even know why. Bro, I thought like three or four years ago, I'd be like, I'll be bearded out, bro. Like, I'll be good. Like, if yeah. I see a little peach fuzz coming in. <laughs> It just takes… Does that mean like… I don't know what the fuck that means. But I'm saying like… Because testosterone boosters… That's what… I mean because hair growth is based on testosterone, right? See and that's where the falsy is a little bit. Is because testosterone boosters don't help you grow hair. It can Mm. actually reverse the side effect. If you genetically do not grow hair… It's not going to change that genetic trait. You know what I mean? That's a good point out. Yeah. Some people don't realize it's just genetics. Completely. You know because you always go to look at your… You know you look at your dad and then you go look at the son. Yeah thanks dad. I never got taller than you. (laughs) So you go to look at those two and you go… And they're pretty identical. You know, yeah. my dad's beard looks like my… Or my beard looks like my dad. You know what I mean? So now it's genetic. Versus… Well, my beard's not inherently like my dad's. But it's pretty close. It's still genetic. You know what I mean? So for her, a test booster company mm-hmm. to say… Take my stuff. It's going to help you grow a beard. That ain't the case. Yeah. You know what I mean? It could reverse you. Now you're going bald. You're starting to lose hair in certain cases. Everything. I think a lot… Of, like another huge misconception people have too… Is they think that they can't get huge if they're natural. Like if steroids aren't for you, they're not for you. And it's fine. That's the end of the world. But they get discouraged by it. You know, they feel like they can't reach a certain level without the assistance of, you know, testosterone boosters or whatever supplements you want to take. Um, They feel like they can't. But you look at… If you do your homework, there are plenty of bodybuilders who have successfully built a very, very… Completely. Nice looking physique. Huge. Yeah. uh, Natural. 100%. It's just all hard work, really. Yeah, but, dude, and that's, again, I don't mean to interrupt you, but that's kind of where the, you know, we live in a world where everything's quick. Mm-hmm. You know, you get on your phones, you can open up Instagram and you can start scrolling in seconds. You can order something from Amazon and it'll be here in two days. Mm-hmm. We're so used to everything being so quick nowadays. We can jump in our car and drive two hours and be, you know, almost LA. So it's like, 
everything's so fast paced nowadays that everyone just wants that quick fix. Mm. And that's kind of what it is. And, you know, and I was guilty of it. You know, I always, I just want to be there, you know, because I know with my work ethic, I can be there. So it's, I get where you're coming from completely. Yeah. Cause people, they, they don't want to put in the, the work that is required of something like yeah. a nice physique, right? They want the cheat code. They want the cheat code, bro. And I think that's the best part about bodybuilding. It's like, we're going to weed out the people who don't Completely. have that hard, that hard work mentality and that work ethic. Like, it just weeds out the people that don't belong there. Yeah. And honestly, I hate saying that too because I want to see everybody yeah, no, I get work it. to their full potential. Mm -hmm. Like, if, if I see somebody who's overweight in the gym and it looks like they don't belong there, I can't knock you. I would never make fun of you because yeah. you're fucking here. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you showed I, up, bro. And I hope that you keep coming back. Yeah. But in the back of my head, I'll be honest. I'll be like, I just don't think you're going to last. And you know, and I saw someone like that in the other gym or in the gym yesterday and I was walking on the treadmill and she was doing walking lunges. Yeah. You know, she's overweight. And yeah. I was just thinking to myself, man, like, man, I'm happy she's here. Yeah. You know, like that right there pumps me up because there are so many people that are in shape and they don't come as much as she does. Mm -hmm. And that right there goes to show that's not goes to show that's not just motivation. Mm -hmm. It's more to that. You know what I mean? And it's, you know, there's a lot more to it, of course, but yeah, see, that shit excites me. Yeah, see, I don't like the fact that I mean it's it's human nature, right? Like you you obviously make assumptions or you put a stereotype on somebody uh who may look like they don't have a lot of bite to them or drive, you know what I mean? But like mm -hmm. really though, like in my heart, at the bottom of my heart, I really want to be like and I am too. I really want you to succeed. You know what I mean? I'm glad that you're fucking here too. Because that means that anybody could do this shit. You know what I mean? And that could… I feel like it would be just like a such… Like the world would be so much better off if everyone just took care, took care of themselves more. Yeah. And were like a lot more careful about what goes into their body. You know what I mean? And I completely agree with you, bro. Because I, I think it's a reflection on how you live your life. You know what I mean? Like the way you take care of yourself. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. There's some pricks who are fucking bodybuilders too. Right. But I'm just saying for the most part, it, it, it tells me that you give a fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it definitely doesn't help, man, that we have a market out there called diet culture that is just everything against us. Trying to sell organic, trying to sell non-GMO, mm. trying to emphasize fancy words to try to get us to spend more money on our yeah. bodies. And it's not always the case. If you were just to take the smallest steps forward by just stepping your foot in the gym and you know, you could still have that cookie. You could still have that donut. You could still have those things. You know, mm -hmm. it's not, it's not always like take some, you know, yeah, or yeah. leave some type, you know, mindset. It's not that I, not like that at all. That's why I don't feel very restricted anymore, because, yeah, you're gonna have to if you want to see results in the beginning. You're gonna have to put put aside those six, seven, eight months to actually lose the weight. But once you get to a point where you're in the positive now, you're in the green. You're no longer in the negative. You can have a fucking snack every night. You yeah. can go get a burger. Completely. You can have some donuts if you want. And it's because by that time, if you're already in shape, it's not going to fucking hurt you. Like that's when it starts becoming more fun because now you know you earned it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you don't have to freak out about what you put in your body necessarily that day. Cause I used to be like so like it, like, cause I tried this once before in 2019. Mm -hmm. I think I made it like three months. But in the beginning, um, the dieting part was so like a mind warp, you know what I mean? Because like everything, like you overwhelm yourself like with calorie counting and like checking the the backs of labels and shit and like how much sodium does it have and this and that. Right. And when you like added, everything has sugar, everything has fucking sodium, every, but in your head, you think that it can't have any of those things. So you can't yeah. eat anything. So you find yourself eating dry, plain chicken and just fucking rice with nothing on it. And that fucks with your head. You're just like, damn, I can't do this. Yeah. But, you just created a negative outlook on food, man. Yeah, you know but it's, I mean? yeah, but for a lot of people, that's how it is. They don't understand that. Hey, man, right? You could put some sauce in your shit, bozo. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to taste <laughs> like it doesn't have to taste like that. You don't have to go yeah. so crazy. And the a perfect example of this is my mom. Like she does not like she's afraid to eat because she's like into fitness too and everything, and she loves it and it she enjoys it. You know what I mean? But she doesn't eat enough, and I always tell her like you can't be afraid to eat. Like, it's not going to hurt you. If anything, it's going to help you. Yeah. That way you can fuel through your workout. But, like, if you're eating a, a piece of turkey and, what is it, like a wrap, you know what I mean? That's all you're having the whole day. You're going to feel like shit. Yeah, man. That's not fulfilling your needs with food. It's you know what actually I mean? negative at that point. Like 100%. You're, you're, you're doing more damage mentally and physically yeah. than you are to yourself. Imagine eating healthy. for 20 years yeah. in a deficit. Yeah, yeah. Not knowing that you were in a deficit or not understanding, you know, like, Man, I'm in a calorie deficit or energy deficit. So mm -hmm. it takes a vital, you know, it takes a lot on you, you know, especially for females, their periods, their hormones, yeah. I mean, everything. So it, it all takes account into it. But 
I just can't imagine, man. You know what I mean? So what do I tell her then? I was like, fuck, like, cause I can only. I'm not. I'm not like a a scientist when it comes to this shit. I just know yeah. what works for me, and I I, under, I understand how my body operates. But like telling somebody to eat and it'll be okay is like hard to get through to somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you can show her how many calories she can have per day. Yeah. You know, let's just say she eats. The average female eats 1,200 calories per day. And the reason why they eat the 1,200 is because that's what they read on Google. And that's not right because mm. not everyone weighs that certain weight to eat 1,200 calories. Yeah. So let's take your mom's weight, for example. And then we go, okay, mom, we can eat 2,200 calories per day based off of the math that we equated for your body weight. She's going to probably freak out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So what we would actually have to do because is… Because it's a lot or not enough? It's because it's a lot. Okay. You know what I mean? A lot of the women they actually freak out whenever I do the math for them. They're That's like, what I'm saying, dude. Because yeah. they're, they're afraid when they see that food on their plate that Completely. it's going to fuck with their bodies. Yeah. but That's one, why they end up in such a caloric deficit. And that's so true, man. And it's… You know, and how I would present that to your mom is… Mom, let's start where you're at right now. I have a number that I'm placing you. We're going to build up to that. You know what I mean? Because we can't just give someone that's eating 1,200 calories in one day and saying, hey… Let's mm-hmm. jump up a thousand. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're going to fuck up their entire metabolism. Yeah. You know I did that mean? to her one. No, I didn't do it to her one time. But I told her what I ate. And I told her, I, I don't think she heard the part of like, you had to work <laughs> your way up. She went straight to that meal. And she's like, I felt like throwing up after that workout. I couldn't get through the workout. Yeah, I was like, yeah. no, you weren't supposed so good to eat point that right much. There, yeah. Prime example, dude, straight <laughs> yeah. up. You know what I mean? She's like, no, I, I can't do bad. this. Yeah. As you were saying though, like, it's going to, it's going to, would you say, fuck up their uh, metabolism. metabolism? Yeah. It's going to throw off. Uh, their metabolic adaptation will actually kick in and what that, I shouldn't use the word kick in, but let's say kick in. And what it happens is they actually start to store more weight than they mm. need. You know what I mean? And the reason why it, it's like that is because of energy expenditure, how much they energy they put out, how much energy they, you know, they're giving in. So at the end of the day, I would just start her, finger, figure out what she's eating in one day, tell her this is where we're going to get you at. Mm. And then take a month to get, take her to get there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that would be a good spot for her because she may actually lose weight the more food she eats. Did you, you know? Fart? Did it sound like I farted? <laughs> yeah, did you? No, it was my stomach. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> that was my stomach, bro. That's crazy. Did it sound like a fart? Yeah, dude. That's why it was funny, though. <laughs> you know, I felt it come up out of my throat right now. And I was like, oh, God, I hope you didn't hear that. No, yeah, but it kind of felt like a fart, but no, it wasn't. <laughs> dude, my stomach has been growling like that all day long. And, you know, these allergies, I just haven't been eating. And, yeah. you know, I tried to get Raising Cane's before I came here and it just didn't work out. But, uh, yeah. I was fucking with you. <laughs> You're like, no, it was funny though. That's but things. yeah, like, um, it, it's it's hard to get somebody to do that. Like, if they're trying to change their diet, something as sensitive as that, sensitive as that mm-hmm. it's, it's like intimidating. You know what I mean? Because they see all this shit on their plate and there's no way in their head that that's going to benefit them. So you can't get them to like change what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like, I had the same problem. Yeah, I had the same exact problem. When I'm loading up more food on my plate, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel right sometimes. You know right. what I mean? But then I feel, but then like for me, what I've just learned is like I I feel the progress and I I see what it's doing the next day. I'm just like, oh shit, it worked. You know, I feel yeah. so much stronger. Like I I was um Matt O'Hearn, mm-hmm. something Mike O'Hearn, Mike O'Hearn. Mm-hmm. He was doing a live stream like two weeks ago, and I asked him I was like advice on attempting a PR. He was like, all right, bro, like. PR, great question. Biggest thing you want to know about that, obviously, besides training and knowing, you know, your mm-hmm. potential and this and that. Um, it's all about the day before, the dieting. It's like, or that week before. You want to make sure that you're feeding yourself correctly to work up to that day. Because I think, and for myself, I was under the impression that if I just have a big meal that day, then I'm going to feel strong at the gym. It's like, no, you have to be eating that much or whatever your caloric um surplus is mm-hmm. that entire month you know what i'm saying or yeah. at least that week before and that's when you're going to actually feel the the results from it but when he said that i was like oh shit that makes a lot of sense so now i'm going to actually start planning my prs 2 weeks ahead yeah as you should bro and the thing is too is a lot of and it's a great <clears throat> topic because a lot of people want to just eat a bunch of food that day yeah, before yeah. they go in and hit and it's that was me you know what I mean? Like your food don't digest that quick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's everything is the day before, the week before, two weeks before, hell a month before. You know what I mean? So you just have to prep for that. And if you can stay that course, keep your glycogen levels high, keep your strength high, your sleep, you know, adequate sleep, a lot of water, mm-hmm. you're going to be unstoppable. Can we do my uh, calories real quick? See where yeah. you think I should be? Yeah. I'll tell you where I'm at. So just multiply your, uh, what are you trying to do? Surplus? Surplus. So here, I'll tell you what, 
I'm doing right now, and you tell me if it's wrong or not. And okay, that's fine. let's hear it. So right now I weigh one. I want to say, I want to say 150 because I feel like I got to 150, but we'll just go 146 just because that's okay. what I've been averaging. Um, times 15, right? Do 14. We'll start there, and then okay. we'll do 15. 146 times 14, and then what they say add like two, three hundred, right? No, so just do uh, do your body weight times 14 right okay. now. So I'm at 2044. 2, so now what we're gonna do is. Uh, now we're going to do times 15. Okay. Shouldn't be that much more higher. 136. Yeah, 2190. Okay, so that's your maintenance. So now what we're going to do is multiply it by 16. Okay, let me write that down first. No worries. Actually, no, fuck that because I'm trying to go up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do it by 16. And then 2190. We'll... Yeah. 146 times 16. 2336. Okay, so that's your surplus. So okay. the reason why we had to do those numbers before is because we had to figure out your maintenance. Now, I understood where you're coming from with adding the two to 300 from theirs because, yeah, you want to add from your maintenance and then add two to 500. Mm -hmm. We just mm -hmm. added that two to 500. So, whenever you asked me that, I told you no. Yeah. I didn't understand the question. So, that was my bad. But okay. for the most part, yeah. So, that's your surplus and that's how much you eat. Now, just to kind of give an insight on how much, how much food people should be eating, that's my, that's my deficit. Mm -hmm. My deficit. That's is your that, deficit? My deficit's 2,600. Oh, wow. So, I'm eating in a deficit. 300 calories more than you and that's why whenever we're expre expressing it to your mom she then needs to understand now you can see just based off the body types of what the goals are i was gonna say look the size difference though it's everyone's different that's why Completely. you shouldn't be like thrown off by the numbers yeah and that's why if someone's listening to this and they go man i want to i want to look like mark i want to look like jeff do not take our calories yeah, and implement them in your day that's the worst thing up. yeah it's the worst thing you possibly could do and you know that's the reason why i always suggest hiring a coach or just yeah. hire you know if you have a friend that knows what the fuck they're doing just ask them yeah. you know what i mean don't don't try to attempt to do some stupid shit you read off of bodybuilding.com try to go to someone that actually knows what they're doing you know what i mean that's the reason why like we're with us figuring this out this is good so 2336 so where i'm at right now is i'm at 2425 okay that's where i'm at so that's a rough estimate you know what i mean and now what we can do is from there as a coach let's just say i'm coaching you for example I would basically take that for about two weeks, especially mm -hmm. since you're in a surplus. I don't want to just be like, okay, three days, and if you're not feeling it, we change it. We got to do about two weeks. Yeah. I'm going to see how you feel, how you look, how you're strong you're starting to feel. And then if you go to say, hey, Jeff, you know what? I'm just not feeling as strong as I'd like. Okay, then now let's go to 24. Mm. Let's bump it up 100. Let's not bump it up another 500. Let's bump it up 100. You know what I mean? And that's kind of where we go from that is you want to take it slow because like you said, you and I talked about in the beginning of this podcast. It's called a titration. That's what that is. Yeah. Like you got to work yourself up and see what works for you, right? Yep. That's exactly it. And that's kind of where we at with anything in life is you want to start with a baseline. Try to understand this is not 100% mm -hmm. and then work from there based off of how you feel. That's, that's why someone like you is like so important to somebody who's just starting. Because like I said, it's so easy and quick to get overwhelmed by this shit. It's like, where do you start? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like Absolutely. once you get used to it, the shit is it like you can dial it in pretty quickly. Yeah. And it seems a lot more simple than it is. Especially if you have someone who knows what we're talking about, dude. Mm -hmm. Because like let's just say that you and I didn't have anybody. We didn't go to school for any of this. Yeah. We didn't have a friends. We just went in the gym. He said, dude, we're gonna have to learn on our own. Yeah, who it's, figured that shit out? That's the crazy you know part I mean? to me. It is it's, like, it's crazy. It's like how did you how did you real how did you figure out that you need to eat a shitload? And it's all to, just like, by start trial and better. Error. Yeah. And it's a lot of trial and error, man. That's the reason why nutrition has only really become serious in the past like 20 years. Mm -hmm. It's because it from, you know, like the nine, early 90s all the way down to whenever, we haven't been really dialing it in. We've just been kind of been intuitive and kind of hoping that this is what works because the science that was in the 90s and the 80s and the 70s to what we have now, bro, we shit on that. You know what I mean? So, And even as somebody who is experienced, going based off their intuition, even then sometimes, you're wrong a lot. Right. You know what I mean? Like you think that you're getting these... X amount of calories when you're like way off most of the time, you know what I mean? Because some foods will fool you. Right. And I mean, that's why there's tricks and shit to like over time you learn what foods to buy. If you're like maybe running short on calories that day, oh, I can buy this shit. It's like full of calories. Like just uh, like tricks, like just adding peanut butter or whatever mm -hmm. to your like sometimes it's there's a it's misleading. Like you don't think a spoonful of peanut butter is going to be that much. But if you're in a caloric deficit, that might put you over. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Completely, man. And you know, I made a post probably about two days ago about coffee it was yeah. two calories but when you're counting man and you're in a deficit those two calories matter you know yeah because 
You want to be within five to ten, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. For the most part, like you want to be dialed in. Like for me, I'm I'm never a hundred percent, but I'm usually about eighty-five to ninety-five percent. You know what I mean? The reason why I do that is because for me, I know I can eat a deficit and still enjoy some ice cream, some yogurt, some cookies, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I try to eat what I can to get my day going, and then at the end of the night, I like to have a couple snacks. You know, and that's highly tolerable if you can figure out your macros and stuff like that. So, so when you made the post about coffee, like you were, you were trying to make the point that. It's very easy if if you're in a deficit that every little thing counts. Every little thing counts. Yeah, because you don't Even think that gum. coffee would. Yeah, most people are like, man, coffee zero calories, and it's not all of it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so a lot of people drinking the coffee pods from Costco is thinking, oh, I'm in my fast still. Well, it's two calories. Anything that digests energy takes you out of your fast. Mm-hmm. And so that's again where people get that misconception is they just regurgitate what they hear online. You know what I mean? And that's kind of the that's where we've gone wrong. We just mm. regurgitate shit without actually giving, looking into it ourselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, There's no original thinking to go along with that. Right. Like it, it's all borrowed knowledge. Yeah, dude. That we don't even understand if that's window. correct. Yeah, exactly. So completely. But you know, like whenever my business partner and I, her and I work out or even, you know, my little cousin, if we work out, it's, everything's a test. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everything's new to us. Everything's different. You know, let's take, you know, Carly, for example, whenever she's working out, she's always trying to find a new way to help herself every single day. Same thing with Colton. When him and I train, whenever we do, we're always trying to find a new way to get better, stronger. And that's kind of what it comes down to. And when you're in a deficit, I'm running out of energy and I'm running out of this, 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 and this. It's it's tough, man. That's another thing I want to ask you too. So like, do you have like your own personal brand or anything like that that you're working on? Yes. Yeah, so, I want you to promote that so I can, because I can chop these clips up. And if you want to for yourself, just for like self-promotion, I can okay. send you the clips. Appreciate so you it. can drop them on your shit. Yeah. So my business partner, Carly, and I, um, we started a company called Blue Envy. And we recently just bought the LLC for it probably about two months ago. Oh, nice. So, yeah, it's exciting, man. But it's online coaching. And it's uh, swimwear and activewear. So eventually it's going to be gym clothes. It's going to be um, swimwear. So like for surfing, swimsuits, all the above. And then right now we're only doing the online coaching just because everything else is kind of uh, taking some time to build up because, you know, we want to be perfect. So, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately it's not always the answer to be perfect, but yeah, we're taking our time with it. We're making sure we do everything right with it. And, but as far as online coaching, yeah, we have our own page for it. It's blueenv.wellness. So it's pretty, I mean, it's exciting, man. I love it. Now to my millions of viewers out there, if you're <laughs> out there listening, you're struggling. You can go to this man. I'll put all your shit to like, link down below and stuff okay. and i'll put your instagram handle right here Appreciate so it. like after we wrap it up here i'll get your info for you okay from you and then i'll i'll, I'll type make sure it's like typed out exactly when i edit it because what i'm probably gonna do is uh when i when i put this out uh put that little section right there in the front that way they, that's what the first thing they hear they don't gotta wait 55 minutes to okay. get to the important part <laughs> you know <Yeah>. what i mean <laughs> that's usually how i do it though like i take whatever parts that are like the important parts and i splice it up cool and like sometimes it's not it's not always a fluid conversation but it's like I have the power to edit it, so why not? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, dude, heard that. So that's why I didn't want to like. I was just wanted to talk first, and then and yeah. then like ask you about that. But I know you have like your own brand and stuff, which is pretty cool, dude. That's for crazy because sure. I understand how hard it is to start something from the ground up. I've done it uh, many a times with music, and now going into this podcasting, it's, it's uh it's intimidating. You know what I mean? Especially if you're in a space that you, uh, it's very competitive. In yeah. other words, you know what I mean? It really is, man, and it's. Nowadays, it's hard to set yourself apart. And setting yourself apart is, you know, the hardest thing. So in reality, what we really have to do is just find people who want to follow us, Mm -hmm. who want to ride with us and be with us the entire way there. So it's, it takes a little bit, man, but that's, that's where the fun is. You know what I mean? That's what I like to see. That's, that's a mental drive, Mm -hmm. you know, and like you said, it's, it's not easy to build up a business. So. But that's, again, that's where the fun part is. Yeah. 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 I mean, but too, like, who, who did I hear say this? I feel like it was, um, don't say Will Smith. It wasn't Will Smith. <laughs> but somebody was like, I don't ever remember seeing a time where hard work didn't pay off. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like you can always rely on that. Yeah. So like if you're if you're doing everything correctly, yeah, there's still a chance you might fail, but there's a much higher chance that you're going to succeed if you just keep putting that work in. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yep, completely, dude. And that's kind of what we were talking about at the beginning is, you know, I like to see myself fail. And the only reason why I like to see myself mm. fail is because it teaches me how to get around it. So. Yeah, and you can learn from it too. Like, People a lot of the time they don't evolve very much because yeah, they, don't they never fail. They, yeah. they, they they don't they don't try things that have a high chance of failure. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's that's true. That's a good point. If you you're not I mean? trying things and pushing yourself, you're probably not gonna fail. If you're just remaining in your comfort zone, 
then you're not going to make any progress. Right. Like when I'm at the gym alone, dude, and I know I, I have the potential to go heavier, and I don't have a spotter, I do it anyway just because I, I have to push myself there. Yeah. Like I have to see mentally if I can do it. I got to remember, I'm sitting there, I'm just like, bro, I know you're scared. Because for me, I get, I get nervous, dude. Like I'm sitting there, I'm just like, this is, I could fuck up right now. Like I could really hurt myself. And that may be it. Like it's embarrassing on top of it if you fail, but it is what it is. Like yeah. in my head, I have to like look at the bigger picture of like, all right, bro, like this this is what you're here for. Like remember right. what you got in your stomach, homie. You got ambition yeah. tatted. Like you gotta do it. Like you have to do it. But that mentality, like pushing yourself, you can learn a lot from that because there's times where, yeah, I've dropped the weight. I fucked my shit up before, but like yeah. I learned from that. You know what I mean? I know what I can do better. Like, all right, I'm not going to do that again when I'm sleepy. Right. Or I didn't eat correctly. Like, all right, cool. Check. Exactly. Lesson learned. That's a good point, dude. Just because you literally just took where you messed up and you changed it. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a big change. It could just be a small tweak. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you said, I didn't have my eggs this morning. So I had a shitty workout. Well, tomorrow I'm going to make sure I have my eggs. You know yeah. What I mean? And that could be the, the little small tweak. So. Yeah, because incremental shifts, dude. Like, just small incremental shifts could lead to huge drastic changes like right. you ever heard that uh here that analogy where like if they if they set two two like rubber balls mm-hmm. in the in the same position but one is like slightly like a millimeter to the right and one is a millimeter to the left over time it's not going to look like they're moving in different directions but if you get 500 miles down the road they're going to be so far apart be far apart it's like just the incremental tweaks that you can keep implementing into like your your daily lifestyle will mm-hmm. change like eventually make huge changes that's, what, that's how bodybuilding works. Like, you're yep. just tearing down the muscle fibers. I mean, slowly but surely. Mm-hmm. You just got to gotta, gotta trust the process. That's it. Yep. Patience is uh, your virtue in this. Yeah, you know, dude. Unfortunately, that's a hard bullet to bite on right there. No, I'm still learning, bro. Me too, bro. I'm not Me very too. patient. Like, when I want to hit a PR, like, I'm not very patient. Yeah, I know I'm tired. Like, I know I didn't eat right, but I don't have the patience to step away. Right. And realize that maybe it's next week. You Me know either, what I mean? Man. That's the like balance, though. Learning. Like, you got to have that balance. Like, yeah. you, you really have to understand it. It is balance. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So That's what it comes down to, bro. Is there anything else you wanted to add, man? Talk about? I feel like I could talk about this shit fucking all day. See, me too, brother. Me too, man. That was good. I basically asked you everything I wanted to talk. I still want to do the sauna talk. That shit would be crazy. I want to figure out how to do it. <laughs> that shit would be dope, dude. I think that would take off. I Bro, whenever you and I were talking about that, I was at the gym. And uh, I was like, bro, this is this is gold. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you my secrets for anybody. <laughs> but it, I, th- I thought it was a pretty good idea. It ain't a bad idea, bro. So, but, just uh, got to find waterproof shit, bro. You'll be all right. Yeah, I'll figure it out. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep looking into it. You hold it into bags or something. You know what I mean? Because, like, imagine if we were doing this right now. In the summer. But, like, we were just, like, we're dripping, soaked. bro. <laughs> yeah, just, like, how it would change. An hour the- in there, we're just sitting. We're like, okay, man, another question. Have you ever seen Hot Ones? No, I haven't. You've never seen Hot Ones with uh, Sean Evans? Okay. No way. So as the wings get hotter, the dynamic of the interview changes because they become more vulnerable because it's like they're struggling. It's like it goes from like mild sriracha sauce to, all right, uh, uh, a reference point would be like um, sriracha has like 50, what was it like, or a thousand Scovilles or something like that. They get up to the last sauce, the 10th sauce, Scoville scale, it has like 2 million. So it's like 100 times hotter than this stuff. But by the time they get to that, they're pouring like sweat. They're dripping snot. Snot is like coming out of their mouths and their nose and everything like that. But they're being oh forced gosh. to answer these questions. You know During what I'm that saying? Time of yeah. Year. So wow. like he's he's eating the wings with them, and they're eating the wings as a guest. And he's asking them these questions about their career and stuff like that. So just imagine I was asking you, and we were having this conversation. But I mean, but you're used to the sauna, you know. What I mean? I'm saying for like guests or something like that. Because I've seen people in the sauna just fall apart, dude. Yeah. And I'm just like I, I I'm like dude, take your headphones off, concentrate. Yeah, recollect breathe. Yourself. Yeah. And you, cause, and they're like, oh my God. They're like dying, bro. It's like, <sighs> you need to chill I'm, for your sit- hyperventilate. I'm sitting there like, you're fucking my meditation up right now, dude. <laughs> like, I'm really trying to like concentrate and you're fucking this whole shit up. Yeah. Like, can you leave? <laughs> yeah. You know what leave. I mean? But like, yeah, I thought it would be a cool element to like, to like add into like a conversation, you know what I mean? Just like dripping sweat. It's like, I mean, I, dude, I guess it's, not, like, it's not a bad idea, bro. That's the reason why when you were texting it to me, I was like, bro, this is, this is, has to be the funniest thing I've ever seen. Cause if I was just a normal person, you know, watching on YouTube. I make mean, this shit's pretty funny. It's pretty crazy, but it's pretty funny. You know what I mean? Or um, what what is that show? Uh, um, Coldest Balls with Kevin Hart. It's on yeah. Netflix. Okay, so something like that. Apparently, they don't use real ice. 
Yeah, that's what they're saying. Because like if it if it was if it was real ice, um, and somebody said it, I was like a legitimate producer that said it. Um, it'd be a lot harder to have that interview. You know what I'm saying? Because like Mark Cuban oh, was in there breathing. the other day, and his 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 chest didn't get red or anything like that. He wasn't shivering at all. And ice bath. I don't know if you ever took an ice, ice bath, bath, but it's intense. It's intense. I'm like, you're yeah. not supposed to do them very long because <laughs> like, hyperthermia, bro. Yeah, yeah. So doing a 20 minute interview like that is just like not safe for some people. So apparently they they sub maybe there's some ice in there, but like I guess it's a prop or some shit like that. That's crazy to think about. I mean, it's yeah. obviously like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I don't know, man. Maybe one of these days I'm I'm gonna keep working on that, and I would like to do something like that. That should be yeah. Crazy. Set something over right here, bro. We'll just build you a sauna. Oh, fucking yeah, I will. Two person sauna, bro. We'll walk in that thing. I'm gonna get my mom to build one. She has a space in her backyard, and she's all Perfect. into it now. I was like, man, you gotta build a sauna. I'm pretty sure you can order them off Amazon. Yeah, they're like seven grand or something like that. <laughs> but you we'll can build one, one though. Like you we'll can build one. one. Like yeah, you just need up. the framing and you need the material. Like it's totally doable. Yeah, and just and put a little heater thing in there. But these are big dreams. So anyway, I'm gonna we'll go ahead and wrap it up, dude. We've been going for an hour and six minutes. So okay, that was good. Maybe we'll do another one of these another down, time. Bro. So always yeah. down. But, uh, the drive ain't bad. Hell yeah, man! Thank you for coming through. I appreciate it. And uh, if there's anything else you want to say, go ahead and say it to the people. Brother, I appreciate five, you having me on, man. Five and a half viewers. No, bro. I love the 5 million viewers. <laughs> yeah, but no, dude, I appreciate you having me on, man. This, I appreciate this, you coming this, through, man. Of course, brother. This is uh, something I would like to do with you all the time. So Yeah, hey, anytime you want to talk, man, you're always welcome to chop it up. Just hit me up, and yeah. I'll fire up the camera. There's topics we want to talk about, man. I'm going to send them to you. We'll just do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm down. Anytime. Cool, so, um, hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Uh, Jeff Evans, and my name is Marcus Marks. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Yep, see you later.